Hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo, what is up? What is happening? <clears throat> Clear my throat. Don't worry. Don't have the Rona. Hey, how's it going, man? How are you doing? Thanks for clicking the play button. This is Gut Instincts Podcast. I'm RJ. You already knew that, though, and we're back for another show. As I take a drink of my water, my agua, I hope you are having a phenomenal day. I hope your week was awesome, your two weeks, however long it was the last time we talked to each other. Or should I say, choked to each other. Um, that being said, I've got a smoothie right here with me. Uh, it's like bananas and pineapples and yogurt and... Some green smoothie stuff, some greens, right, powder, um, and some orange juice, and lots of water. So I got that, and uh, I'm sitting here watching a um, a bird, a mockingbird specifically, mockingbird feed its little baby, and I just posted the little baby on Instagram. Uh, who I've deemed Fluffy Butt, because it's got a fluffy butt. So if you want to watch things like that, you can follow me on inst- Instagram. On the gram, RJ Martins. That's R-J-A-Y. And, of course, Martins. Uh, pretty easy. And then if you get that stuff, you can, you know, you can get the red pills, and you can also... Kind of follow me in in real time, I R T, right? Because it, I'll post like usually my projects that I've been working on, specifically the house projects. That's right, people. Some DIY uh, renovation going on. I'm doing hallway, the walkway, the walls, the kitchen walls, the bathroom, and that's about it. Uh, I'm just trying to figure it out and do it in the right uh, times, right? That being said, um, this episode is pretty easy. Oh, man. Wow. As I yawn, excuse me, I just had a couple chips. That's about it. Um, lunch. It's pretty much lunchtime. And I've been doing stuff all morning, so all I've got is this smoothie. But this episode is about a the vagus nerve. The vagus nerve. The vagus nerve? I mean, it's not spelt vagus, so I'm about vagus. Could be vagus. Vagus or vagus, right? If an A isn't in the beginning of the word in English, who knows how to pronounce it? I don't, right? And English is my native language. Anyways, the vagus nerve is the longest nerve that runs down your spinal cord, right? So what is the vagus nerve? The vagus nerve is the longest of them. It's the There are 12 cranial nerves. Right? 12, rubbing my eyes. 12 cranial nerves. The vagus nerve is the longest of them. And some might say the most important, no matter what the issues are, your vagus nerve is critical to optimal health. Being the longest cranial nerve, 
The vagus nerve extends from the brain stem to the abdomen, passing through important organs like the heart, lungs, esophagus. The vagus nerve contains motor and sensory fibers. It has the widest distribution in the body. The nerve commands unconscious body procedures like maintaining your heart rate and controlling digestion. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. So, how do we get on vagus nerve? Basically, having Crohn's, which you guys already know this if you follow me, it's a, it's a bit of a mystery. Uh, besides the uneducation or all the uneducated uh, help that I get from doctors and surgeons and um, the mess of information that's online, people with intestinal diseases uh, or autoimmune diseases in general are sort of on your own. Now they have the TNF blockers, which we've already talked about before and I would have gone on, but everything went down uh, with the cove and all this uh, pandemic stuff. And, and, and here we are. I'm ready to just swear off any and all uh, doctors at this point and ride this to the end, if you know what I mean. <laughs> that being said, basically... One doctor at some point relatively recently within the last year or two after hearing one of my symptoms, which I've already shared on the on the show, but with Crohn's, it changes and it's all different and everyone's different and it, and it affects you differently. I can eat the same thing in three days and have a few different bathroom reactions, um, but... Regardless, it, it can either be okay and rarely semi-normal bathroom um, breaks to uh, pretty painful feeling, gut feelings, um, pre-rectal issues like, uh, like hemorrhoids and things of that nature that people are always affected by. One of the strange things that happens is like the feeling of having to throw up while you go to the bathroom. Now, you know, I, how terrible is that? Uh, how terrible is that? You're trying to go to the bathroom to get relief and you feel nauseous and just, uh, you know, that feeling of having to throw up or, um, your, you know, my eyes will, would water, uh, like dramatically. To the point where, like, it looks like I've, I've been crying. And I, I'm just sitting there, you know? Um, so these involuntary sort of reactions that happen while I'm going to the bathroom. He he said, have you ever looked into your vagus nerve, right? And, and the issue with being diagnosed when you're young it's kind of a double-edged sword. Yeah, people will say, okay, well, you have something, so you, we kind of can give you this or that. We kind of know what's going on, but the reality is if it's a misdiagnosis, which happens all the time, uh, you can end up going years, uh, most of your life, with the wrong diagnosis, and you can actually do more harm than good. 
uh, right? So that's why I started on the low carb diet. I just changed the way my food situation was going in hopes to see a difference in the gut. Um, did I see a difference? I guess, uh, I've won a lot of battles. I've come a long way. Do I still feel like there's something going on in the gut? Yeah, definitely for sure. Um, you know, the, the, it's just extremely interesting that, uh, the reactions that happen after eating certain foods, uh, or when you don't for a long time and then you do it, it's so dramatically different that, um, I've lost the ability to figure out if something, you know, works with me. Uh, as far as food is concerned. So, welcome to that part of my life. Welcome to Cut Instincts Podcast. That's my little uh, admission. No, it's not a guilty admission. It's just my little admission to um, the challenges that arise with having Crohn's disease. And of course, you know, knowing that if you create your own reality, you're sort of uh, whipping yourself into these situations and um the fact of the matter is is like as much as i believe that and know that you can change your world your life with your mind and meditation and good foods and um and less stress you know um it's undeniable that something's going on in my gastrointestinal tract and um and uh, I can no longer and will no longer inadvertently starve myself and create what I believe is an eating disorder, um, which I've had to claw myself out of, which I think I'm doing pretty good. Uh, carbs are in my life now, but not as much as when I was taking high doses of prednisone, which is like, you know, you just want to eat everything. You, just, you eat the paper right on your... Uh, right on your desk <laughs> without all that i've lost the urge to eat again um i've lost the hunger and i'm back to sort of square one when it all comes down to it and this is what i mean even with eating uh low carb high fats and everything organic and making my own stuff it was still extremely hard and a challenge for me to find um the urge the hunger urge, right? The urge to eat, which is disappointing to say the least, but hey, I wouldn't want it um, on any any person because I know how terrible it is. That being said, I think I say that too many times, so bear with me. Uh, we're going to light this, this J that I already rolled up here, if you can hear it. Um some lovely medicine here uh, that helps with 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 my gut with my hunger with my pain uh, and and you know even with taking a break it made me really uh, you know really respect cannabis as a medicine and um, what it can it can give me as far as relief is concerned and what little um, the doctors do for us and it's it's a little sad, so I'm going to switch the, 
you know, I'm going to switch the record upside down. We're not going to talk about the sad stuff. We're just going to dive into this vagus nerve here. Uh, vagus nerve symptoms, how to detect damage and stimulate your vagus nerve. So, so the whole point is you need to stimulate this nerve. Oh, hold on. Let, let's, let's just, let's do this. Light up your joint, pack your bowl, or don't. Uh, welcome to the show. And we start Gut Instincts Podcast with a delightful... It's tough to to speak when the smoke is coming out. (coughs) It's very irritative. Irritative. (coughs) Irritative. Irritative. But anywho, starting the show with a sigh from Bella. Uh, She's looking at me like, oh, great. This guy again doing another show, another episode of Gut Instincts Podcast. She's probably like, I wonder what this is about. Well, Bella... Pull your hair back and pull up your pants and uh, and get ready for, for today's show about the vagus nerve. We already talked about what it is. Now the issue, why it will be connected um, is stimulation, right? Because this, this these nerves need stimulation and they need to be triggered to release what we talked about in the other shows, um, all the digestive enzymes um, that are inside our guts, right? Our esophagus, our, we already went through all of that. So if you're down for that, you can go check out that episode about digestive enzymes. But, um, you know, the uh, amylase, the um, cellulase, the invertase, lactase, uh, maltase, lipase, uh, you know, like uh, it's it's easy to understand it when you think of la- someone who's lactose intolerant. They cannot tolerate lactose; it doesn't digest correctly because their body is not producing the lactase enzyme. Uh, so you take the lactase enzyme, and it helps digest the food and um, make things uh, move. Now. My issue is always is like in science and doctors and in the healthcare industry, we have this, there's this issue where we look at what's happening uh, and how to adverse that effect that is happening. Um, Instead of saying and asking ourselves, well, why is it happening? There's must be a mechanism or a, a couple of mechanisms that are happening that triggers, for example, the body to not release the lactase enzymes, right? Um, have they looked into that? I'm not sure because I'm not lactose intolerant. Um, I've dove into other uh, other digestive issues, uh, specifically Crohn's, obviously. So, but what's really interesting here is, is through the years, 
because of uh, the such dramatic difference in, in going to the bathroom, uh, once in a while I did wonder if there was some sort of other nerve damage going on. And um, this would actually explain it. So um, what is the vagus nerve disorder? Vagus nerve dis nerve symptoms are closely related to vagus nerve damage and disorder. When your nerve is underactive, you might suffer from a condition known as gastroparesis. This condition can lead to severe complications like diabetes. There are several symptoms that are warning signs. If you notice some symptoms, it means you need to stimulate your vagus nerve. So if the nerve is not being stimulated, we are not getting the correct enzymes and other intestinal functions that are needed to digest food correctly, to absorb co food correctly, and I don't know, to not be sick or have IBS. <laughs> there are two types of vagus nerve symptoms. They are classified uh, into two groups. First being the nerve is overactive. The second is when your nerve is inactive or underactive. The symptoms uh, for the former develop as a result of overstimulated nerve, while the symptoms of the second result little to no stimulation. Okay, we get that, right? Often the problem is that the vagus nerve symptoms are very similar to IBS. Let's say that again. Often the problem is that vagus nerve symptoms are very similar to irritable bowel, bowel syndrome, syndrome, symptoms, syndromes. And it makes it even harder for physicians to diagnose and conditions since many of the conditions do not show up in regular tests unless they get really bad. And uh, that's one of the issues that I have is because I eat so, you know, I take vitamins and I'm, I'm juicing green juices and I'm eating uh, as healthy as I can. Uh, you know, when, when doctors test you on all these, you know, they, 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 they have a laundry list of tests and everything comes back normal, right? Or everything comes back regular. Um, it's a challenge because on paper you look okay, but uh, then you almost seem like, you know, sometimes they, they make it seem like you're lying, right? But it's just not the case. Who would want to make up not being comfortable going to the bathroom? But then again, I feel like my whole life, all I've dreamed about is going to the bathroom normal. So I don't really know what it's like to even uh, not have that as an issue, right? Pain is the most common symptom. Pain uh, manifests itself uh, in terms of your damaged vagus nerve. The pain is result in mechanical pressure, injury, or trauma that led to the um, swelling. In most cases, the pain is resulting in a pinched nerve, uh, the pain you feel is flat and vague, non-consistent, sharp with someone is stabbing you. Uh, I feel both of those pains all the time. Just depends on the day. As mentioned at the beginning, the vagus nerve is the longest cranial nerve and it passes through multiple vital organs. When the nerve is damaged, these organs cannot receive the signals and information your body is sending due to the damaged nerve fibers. Um... Muscle cramps, difficulty swallowing, fainting, 
peptic ulcers, gastroparesis, which we already talked about a little bit, how to treat the disorder. If you start experiencing any symptoms, I recommend you start treating your disorder. Many of the treatments are also good for prevent prevention of damage to the vagus nerve. First and most common treatment is the vagus nerve stimulation, which is what I'm looking into now. When the damage is severe, you have to stimulate your vagus nerve with a device that's very similar to a cardiac pacemaker, at least in terms of activity. This device is implanted beneath your skin, but you can stimulate your vagus nerve even before the disorder gets serious. So, you know, it's a, a little strange that a device is implanted under your skin. However, the uh, positive results in conditions like anxiety, disorders, heart disease, OCD, migraines, obesity, bulimia, memory disorders, chronic heart failure, mood disorders, leaky gut, say that again, leaky gut, which is what we're looking into, blood, bad blood circulation, Alzheimer's, and much more. Um, now, you're thinking to yourself, well, is there any other ways to stimulate the vagus nerve? Yeah. Yes, there is. Now, when you think about a nerve not being able to or not correctly releasing or stimulating uh, at the correct time, it's all energy, right? So um, th this is why natural ways of healing does work. Uh, my question is, is, does it go deeper? Right. Um, because, again, it's like, is is this um, vagus nerve disorder? Is that the end all be all or is it connected to something else? So so now the question is, how can you stimulate vagus nerve? Options include a cold shower, singing or chanting, meditation, yoga, positive social relationships, which ain't happening now because. Uh, the pandemic, they, they're telling people to stay away from each other, which is just another way to lower your immune system, to make you weaker, to make you sadder, uh, to lower your vibration. And it can actually mess with what we're talking about right here. Uh, laughter, breathing exercises, fasting, massages, messages from your best friends. I'm just, I'd added that one in there if you have a best friend. Breathing deeply and slowly. Tai Chi, sleeping on your right side. What? How about on your left side? Interestingly enough, I love to sleep on my right side. Mostly sleep on my right side. Praying, chewing gum, that's a little bit of a strange uh, recommendation. I'm not going to lie, I'm, you guys, I'm reading this right from here, and I didn't read it beforehand, and this is getting a little weird. Acupuncture, yeah, and tensing. The stomach muscles, uh, you know, for sure. When I do muscle core workouts, uh, I have better digestion. The issue is, is to keep up with core workouts is virtually impossible because you have to have your body to have breaks, right? You have to have. You do one day, you have three days off. You do another. Anybody who's actually into working out knows this. You have to do it. You have to have recovery period. Uh, so it's just, you know, it's not the easiest.
so you know the issue resides is the supply of nutrients that goes into the body and i've talked about this before how uh i think going sugar free and uh trying vegan and you know and then of course i was gluten free and then uh yeah so it's like everything free uh, and i was like eating paint chips i mean ice chips and drinking um uh drinking bleach i mean drinking water <laughs> i'm making subtle jokes if you haven't realized already that's what i do and um you know it makes me feel a little bit happier because sometimes i am not the happiest person even though some may people think it just like many of you we all have our our you know our days we have our good days our bad days um now there's another uh there's another right here is there a place for vagus nerve stimulation in ibs inflammatory bowel diseases uh the longest nerve um is mixed 80 percent afferent and 20 percent efferent if you know the difference between an afferent and efferent fiber good for you i don't the vn has anti-inflammatory properties in particular an anti-tnfa effect through the clonergic anti-inflammatory pathway so basically i believe what that means is the vagus nerve is the one that produces or you know is focused on producing those tnf um or anti-tnf i get particularly yeah um and of course, if you know the TNF blockers like um, the biologics, that's what they do. They stop the TNF cells so they don't attack the intestines, right? Which causes inflammation because that's the theory is that these, these, these uh, I don't know if it's an enzyme. I don't know what TNF is, if it's an enzyme. But it, they're released in the gut and they, they cause inflammation. The VN is a key component of the auto nomic nervous system i.e the parasympathetic nervous system an imbalance of the autonomic nervous system as represented by a low vagal tone is described in many diseases and has a pro-inflammatory role um ibd and chronic disorders like crohn's um where T tnf is key cytokine VN stimulation, uh, classically used for the treatment of drug-resistant epilepsy and depression, would be of interest in the treatment of IBD. We have recently reported in a six-month follow-up uh, that improved active Crohn's disease. Preliminary data of another pilot study confirmed this interest. Similarly, VNS has recently been reported to improve um, rheumatoid arthritis and other TNF-mediated disease. Um, you know, my issue is what's happening to TNF that is causing our bodies to do this? I'd like somebody to look at the connections between the uh, plasmids of the the uh, glyphosate protein, which is embedded into the GMO, uh, it's put inside of bacteria, 
uh, which which is related to some pretty deadly bacteria. They put it in there and then they embed it into the um, the code of the uh, GMO, the genetically modified plants. So my question is like a. a is this all going back to the plasmids? Is this, uh, I mean, I know how long have these issues been around and uh, is there a correlation between the increase of GMO plants and corn and that sort of thing and uh, people who were born at a certain time uh, and given certain, certain, um, certain shots, right? Certain vaccine shots. Because remember, vaccines are also GMO. They have GMO uh, components in them, which is basically they use the CRISPR technology to insert and export uh, code into a genetic plasmid. Um, so basically, we, we sort of gone through the vagus nerve um, symptoms and that sort of thing. Uh, what they're connected to. Um, this is a nice one about Crohn's disease, and I'll read this one, and then we'll pretty much end it, end it here. Um, you know, because clearly we know that the, the nervous system is connected to Crohn's disease and other IBD, other in intestinal um, issues. It's just pretty clear that they're connected, right? Um, so, light this up. The vagus nerve, a link between the brain and the gut. We already went through all this. We know all this. So I'm going to skip forward. We thus performed a pilot study of chronic VNS in patients with active Crohn's disease. Seven patients under VNS were followed up for six months with a primary endpoint to induce clinical remission and a secondary endpoint to induce biological calprotectin, uh, CP, CRP, which is a, uh, a marker. It's a biological marker in your poops that tell you if you're inflamed or not. And endoscopic remission and to restore vagal tone. So, uh, of course, endoscopic remission is you, you need to go and get endoscopy. They need to see that there's no um, inflammation in your lower gut, in the colon. Vagus nerve, which is like my main issue, to be honest. Vagus nerve stimulation was feasible and well tolerated in all patients. Among the seven patients, two were removed from the study at three months for clinical worsening. So two out of uh, the seven, which that, that's not bad. That's not bad at odds. Um, five evolved towards clinical, biological, and endoscopic uh, remission and a restored vagal tone. These results provide the first evidence that VNS is feasible and appears as an effective tool in the treatment of active Crohn's disease. And you know what's really cool is this was published in 2016. So 
that was only four years ago. All right, you guys, that that and that makes me feel good because of all the years that I do all these studies. I mean, I really started to look deep into it in, in 2014, 15, about four or five years ago. 2012 was kind of when I woke up to what was going on, and it took me like a year or two, 2013, 2014, before I started to really dive deep into it. But it was that time, you know, that I did most of my my diving deep into it. So as the years go by and I don't look at publications and I don't uh, research more, it's just nice to see that these studies are being uh, published. And of course, this is on Pub, PubMed. You know, this is just, uh, I look right at the source, right? Don't go and look at a New York Times, right, article. Uh, you know, fake, fake news. Fake news will be fake news. You want to go directly to the studies. Um, so this is published on PubMed.gov. Uh, the other one was published on Bioelectric Medicine, which is, a, you know, it's their own study, but it's a 2018 study, right? It's April. So it was just last year. So this is like, they're, they're, they've been recently doing this. Um, now, I don't want to, I'd rather not put anything under my skin, <laughs> but if we could do it externally, uh, I'm kind of down for that. Uh, and then, of course, there's this pretty cool Everyday Health article about uh, tapping the nervous system to treat Crohn's, and that's pretty interesting as well. Um, it's about a mom and her daughter with Crohn's disease, was having issues, uh, same exact time, diagnosed, it's actually the same story as me, diagnosed when, when she was 10, uh, below average height and weight, bad stuff. So they ended up coming across a study about this, insert a tiny electronic implant into the neck to stimulate the nerve. Um, there's also brain stimulation through the skin via the ear uh, with the TNS machine, which I already looked up. Let me get one of those. And um, it has, it has, you know, they ordered a TNS machine, used it for six months, for 15 minutes every night, and uh, slowly her health began to improve. Several months later, she was off Remicade, which really jacked me up, growing and gaining weight. So that's a great story that was published in 2017. And, uh, you know, it really is, uh, it's a light in a dark tunnel, right, y'all? Because if you don't know, uh, when you have something like Crohn's or someone, something is not really uh, known, I guess, you know, they tell you, we don't know, we don't know, or this is all we got, or we don't have anything for you. Um, and then you, you're able to go home and see actual studies. Um, you know, it feels great, but it's also debilitating in the sense that Now you just have to find a doctor 
was willing to try these modalities of healing. And unfortunately, that is legitimately the hardest part about doing this is getting a doctor to agree to do it, whether it's prescribing me something like LDN, low-dose naltrexone, which I still have yet to find a doctor willing to give me that, or the, the trifecta of antibiotics that they use for MAP, the MAP protein, or the MAP uh, bacteria, or this right here. So I have three different uh, areas of, of healing that I wanna try out in uh, no doctor, that I found so far will give me the even the even the option, right? Um, I get shot down completely, and they only want to give me TNF blockers, the biologics, all oh, those lovely medicines you hear on television that uh, have a laundry list of side effects, including but not limited to death. Um. Right. Anyways, that's it for today, y'all. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for supporting Gun and Sings Podcast. I really should blow out the smoke before I speak. I just don't want too much dead air. <coughs> but I won't cough if that's if I do that. So, I thank you again. Love you long time. Um, I hope you have an uh, amazing week and day, whatever. I'm going to go back to looking at the TENS machine. Um which is interesting. I know we can use energy, vibration, and I know there's ways to heal. Um, it's just hard when you're alone and when the doctors seem to be against you. That being said, pray for me. Uh, pray for, uh, not to get political, our president and everybody who is fighting to drain the swamp and clear up the uh, evil dark forces that have been corrupting not only the U.S. economy, but our healthcare industry as well as politics, um, and of course schooling as well. So the tentacles run deep, but uh, we can do our best by learning. Knowledge is power. Nothing else, I believe, is stronger than knowing, than your mind. So you got it. You got the internet. Do do some research and do what you got to do. Um, I hope you're staying safe in these crazy times. If you listened to my last episode, we went a little bit deep into what's going on with this whole virus thing. I'm not going to go over it again. I don't care to go over it. Uh, we're going to move on on Gun and Things Podcast, as we usually always do. I don't really like even touching on subjects that we've already talked about. To me, it gets a little boring, and it gets repetitive. And the last thing I want to do is be repetitive. So, yeah, I hope you're you're digging the show so far. Um I'm going to get back to my DIY stuff. Uh, if you like that stuff or you want to reach out, like I said, hit me up on Instagram, guidancepodcast.com. 
you check out the recipes and do all that jazz. I don't have to tell you every time, right? Do I? Do I? I don't know. Anyways, I found uh, an old memory card and it's got some, uh, oh man, it's got some gold on it. Not like gold we can save, sell, whatever. But just like, where's my mouse? You know when you lose your mouse? Where'd it go? It's running away. There it is. Uh, yeah, it looks like I got a cup, an old SD card from from <laughs> from my other uh, camera, and it's pretty great. Uh, maybe I'll edit one of these and, and and get it up, get it up, just so you can laugh. So we can laugh. Um, look at that! It's got all my original um, my original videos on there too. I posted a video. I don't know if you saw it on on YouTube about Antarctica. I'm pretty sure there are hidden cities, hidden cities of Antarctica. It actually sounds like a, a series show that I would watch uh, if I had the ability. I would make it for y'all. Uh, let's go and storm Antarctica. Just kidding. I just kidding. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm good. You go, but take a camera, take a camera, and then let me know. I mean, or maybe I'll visit. Or maybe I'll go for like the first week or something. I don't know. I just, you know, I'm not going to bring Is Bella going to come? I'm not going to leave her here. All right. That's enough. That's enough for today's show. Uh, thanks for learning about the Vegas nerve, the Vagus nerve, the Vega nerve. I don't know. I don't know. Why, why are there different sounds for the A when it's in the middle of a, a word? is beyond me so if english is your second language guess what i'm right there with you it's confusing it make you no sensey um and uh that's it that's it for the for the vegas nerve today wish me luck um i'm gonna go hook up electrodes to my mind now so if i come back and yeah just pray for me all right Peace, guys.